you can't measure personality and connection with clients. That's something you can never be able to measure from a young age or even an, even as an adult. So in the instance of creativity and personality, no, I don't think grades do matter. What am I willing to do to go get it? I push things aside just to go get it. I know my role and I play my position. You talking too much. Please learn how to listen. I never give up. I'm not quitting. Welcome back to the YI Network, where we interview every job occupation, A through Z, from the trash man to the CEO, and ask them why and how they started their profession so that you can find your dream job, too. I'm your host, Kojo Thompson, and today we have a very special guest with us. It is Trisha Pickersgill. Now, Trisha has been in the building designer and interior decorating industry for the last 20 years in Tasmania. So Trisha has a lot, a lot to share with us here today. So Trisha, shall I proceed? Yes, indeed. All right, Trisha, how are we feeling today? Yeah, good. It's very early here in Tasmania, Australia, so I'm trying to wake up. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Trisha, we are going to go ahead and get this thing rocking and rolling. We are going to go ahead and ask the question that I think everybody wants to hear. Drum roll, please. And that is, why, Trisha? Why are you doing what you're doing today? main reason I'm doing what I'm doing today is I love being creative. And I have the opportunity to help people improve their home lives. And, yeah, I really enjoy what I do, the variety I get to have as well. Mm, mm, mm. I love it. I love it. I absolutely love that answer. Short, sweet, and simple. And why wouldn't you do something you love? So right now, you're at the top of the totem pole. You're where everybody wants to be. But take us back down to the bottom. Day one, step one, what was the process that got you here today? Well, straight out of college, so we call it college here in in Australia, it's up to year 12. So instead of heading off to university, I decided to head off to what's called a TAFE college here. And that it was a bit of a part-time school almost. So we would go along and have face-to-face classes and that was basically studying drafting. So drafting uh, manually and computer drafting. So we would be utilizing uh, AutoCAD, big manual drafting boards. So we were using ink pens and scratching out on, on what used to be called butter paper. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's how long ago it was. No one uses that anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that the process of the manual drafting and the, and the, the, the computer aid drafting was the first steps into getting into building design. And from there, it rolls on to further into the actual design process. So utilising materials and site constraints and passive solo design. So that, that's where I started out, straight out of school, went straight into it. After completing TAFE, which I never really did complete properly, properly I went into um, a drafting role actually for a shed company. So that's mm-hmm. how glamorous it was straight up, was drafting sheds mm-hmm. and in Australia we love our sheds we've got a lot mm-hmm. of them around mm-hmm. um big we're talking farm sheds and big sheds and little sheds mm-hmm. uh yeah so in, into that and then I actually moved to um the other end of Tasmania so Tasmania is an island state so mm-hmm. we talk about a two-hour drive and that's like 
from one end of the state to the other and it's um, mm. how small it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I actually went into kitchen design. So that's where I, my interior side of it started to come into the, into the progress as well. So I, I never actually really completed my studies at TAFE. Which, mm-hmm. So I never really had a, I had a, a minor qualification, but I did a lot of experience on the job so in, in the kitchen design area and, and then reached into interiors, went back and studied again. And I mm-hmm. think I found I applied myself more because I think I, that's where I really wanted to be. And I, I met some amazing people through that and continued my role as a kitchen in the kitchen design. Also met my husband through that. Um, mm-hmm. So he's a cabinet maker. So I make a lot of extra insight and custom joinery in my home, which is really cool. And then the kitchen design, while I was doing that, I actually then applied for a a role at an architectural firm. And that was in a drafting format and doing some interior design while I was there as well. And then, yeah, so progressively on to that, I went on to another another role for a building designer. And I I stayed there for 13 years. I had amazing opportunities working on all sorts of projects, right from a, a little deck or a small extension on the house, um, mm-hmm. right through to multi-million dollar homes and large industrial estates too. So uh, the variety of work I came across was just incredible. So that, that pretty much brings me to where I am now. Working, I work for a design and construct company at the moment, and I'm also running my own business. So the opportunities are just endless, realistically. Mm, 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 mm. I love it. I love it. I absolutely love that answer right there. Now, Trisha, I know I just asked you to throw it back. But what I want from you now is to throw back even further than that. What do you think were some childhood hobbies and habits that matriculated into what you're doing today? It's uh, quite funny. I don't know. If, I don't know if you have. You probably do have it in America, but there's there used to be a well, there still is a, a raffle here in Australia. It's called Your Town. Mm-hmm. And it's a, a fundraising type raffle and in in Queensland, which is a beautiful sunny state in warm state in Australia, mm-hmm. they would raffle off these homes, like massive homes, like multi-million dollar, beautiful homes. Mm-hmm. My mum would buy the buy a raffle ticket and we'd have the, the pamphlet or the brochure shop at home at, at house and we'd just sit there and I'd just study the floor plans and mm-hmm. imagine which bedroom would be mine. And this is right when I was probably about five or six years old. And I would yeah, just endlessly studying those and and I found a few of my floor plans. I would sit there and sketch my floor plans and massively out of scale um mm. my bedroom is as big as a house <laughs> mm. and then yeah which is really quite interesting scouring magazines and saving pages in magazines and things like that so rearranging my bedroom so all those sort of things were part of my process mm. but also I got a lot from my dad who was also very quite handy so we would be watching him build stuff or he loved working with timber so I'll get to see those sort of side of the construction process as well, which I really enjoyed. So I think that just progressively rolled on. And then in high school, I started to study what was called MTD, mm-hmm. Materials, Technology and Design, I think it was called. So when we started to do the, the drawing side of it, so the drafting, and I was one of two girls in the whole class. The rest were boys. It was, it was sort of probably the start of my um, the minority of the, of the females in the industry as well. So mm-hmm. it was a sign of what was to come, I suppose. Mm, 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 mm. I love it. I love it. I absolutely love it. Now, Trisha, what's the average day like for you today? Mine's very, very quite varied because I am working to, in two roles. Mm-hmm. Um, my my day to day role at the design and construct company I work for, I will be doing a lot of three D design on a computer software. So we use what's called Revit Architecture. 
Mm-hmm. So I would be either designing myself, so I would have it I'm working off a sketch and then modeling that design into a form that I can present to a client and I might even be modeling someone else's design too so I do a lot of that in that role mainly because I I feel that gap in their business for them so we can sit down and we might meet with a client and connect the computer up to the to a big tv screen mm. and actually give them the opportunity to walk through their home in a in a real life form which is really cool that we can do that mm. yeah really it's just so clever so yeah lucky to have that ability nowadays but then in my business I have to do it all so I'm on site checking out a site it might be a vacant site mm-hmm. having a walk over and, and checking having a look to see where where the sun falls what trees or what hills might be impacting things where the neighbors sit that sort of thing mm-hmm. and then it might be also just meeting with clients sitting down and having a good discussion with them about their their design brief could be presenting the plans could also be getting deeper into their design brief so firstly when I meet with them they might just be giving me a bit of a rundown and I just want a house that's got three bedrooms mm-hmm. a primary suite that sort of thing open plan kitchen dining and then when I get meet back with them, we get really into the nitty gritty. Do you want a bath? How many toilets? Like, mm. how do you live your life? And I think that's one of the things that I really enjoy is getting to know the people. And that's where my social aspect of my role is really quite important. Then, like I say, we, I could be doing a site measure. I could be going to a house, an existing house, and, and measuring up that house so that I can then reproduce it in the software, then work on the extension or renovation works in mm-hmm. the software again. What? quite a variety of roles i could also just be doing accounting i'm <laughs> sitting there working on the on the, on the money books on the books <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. okay so trisha what do you enjoy the most about what you do wow i think it's the creativity it's definitely the opportunity to provide the the, the modeling bring a life bring together someone's thoughts and wishes and bring that to life for them mm-hmm. um, being able to meet the clients and deliver something like that is just so rewarding especially working for the design and construct company i get to be part of that end result with them so when we finish a project and we get to hand it over to the client and say well, here's your new home and walk through with them like that that is just like and seeing them live in it is just even more rewarding so yeah to change people's lives is probably the creativity and to change people's lives i think is really cool mm, 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 mm. i love 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 that answer right there but unfortunately the back end of that question is what do you enjoy the least <laughs> uh probably the site measures <laughs> some houses are never straightforward mm-hmm. um the, the the complicated ones where things just aren't adding up they can be yeah quite frustrating I think and also probably the bookkeeping so the monetary side of stuff is to be able to have to sit down and focus and not want to get creative is yeah it's really hard to pull me away from that side of it but mm-hmm. I would definitely say those two things are probably the the things I least enjoy mm-hmm. but but they're not very bad things <laughs> they're pretty easy really so yeah. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love it. I absolutely love it. Now, Trisha, this next question is my absolute favorite. And that is, do you think that, and we interrupt this program to let you know about today's special offer. Now, are you enjoying today's podcast, but wish you didn't have to wait until Sunday to hear it? 
or maybe a guest answered a question but not every question you had in mind or maybe there's an old episode guest that you'd like to get in contact with but you never got the contact info well i've got great news for you for a limited time only the yi network is giving early access to episodes live q a's with podcast guests access to contact information of every past current and future guest and free merchandise yes you heard right you can interview our next guest live on the show ask them any question you want live on air and stay in contact with that person to receive personal mentorship and guidance please don't miss out on this opportunity to not only be in contact with me but every guest that comes on the show personally now parents teachers aunties uncles if there's a child in your life that you know will benefit from this amazing network of people don't hesitate for this is a limited time offer prices will double at the end of the year so get it while it's hot our guests all have a minimum of five years of experience in their respected professions and they are itching itching to help the next generation hit the patreon link in the description below or on www.theyinetwork.com to sign up for this life changing experience don't miss it now back to our regular programming grades mattered in school for the success that you have in your career today grades um grades are a difficult one i think in being a creativity side of things and and personality you can't measure personality and connection with clients that's something you can never be able to measure from a young age or even an, even as an adult so in the instance of creativity and personality no i don't think grades do matter mm. however the other parts of the the role with things like um, maths and un- having a good understanding of scale is yes i do feel that they're quite important um mm-hmm. because I, I, I'm a strong believer you can't build a house without good foundations, can you? So you need to have a good foundation in your own skill set to build on your career. And mm-hmm. some of those foundations can just be basic and simple, having good understanding of geometry and maths. I think, yeah, I think they are important, but they're not going to stop you in your tracks if you're not amazing at it. We have so many opportunities, like so many supportive instruments technologically. Mm-hmm. Um to help us assist us. So, but yeah, like I say, if, you, if you've got a really good personality and you have a creativity side of you, the maths and, and, and the, this, the understanding of scale, I think is, can be learnt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that, that's how I feel we, we've, we study. I think it, it is important, but it's not, it's not going to make or break your career. No. Mm, 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 mm. I love, love, love that answer. And a very common answer we get is the soft skills being more important than the technical skills. I absolutely love that answer right there, Trisha. Now, I'm going to break down this next question just a little bit, just because I feel like this word gets tossed around a little willy-nilly, and that is, what do you feel that your impact is? And when I say impact, I mean, what are you devoted to? What is your devotion? Uh, my devotion to the to the field is in regards to teaching up and coming 
designers. Like I really want to be devoted to giving them those foundations. I'm not a math teacher, but <laughs> um, I think that I can teach and help people provide that creativity to their clients. Mm-hmm. Communication is a big deal. And I think that if we can help designers or future designers to, to develop those good design principles by listening and absorbing through communication with their clients, and that can come in, diff- in so many different formats through scrapbooking or note-taking or knowing to how to ask the right questions as well. So I think delivering the, the good foundations for future designers, I think, is really important. But that's where I'm heading with my own business. Mm, mm, mm. I love, love, love that answer. And Trish, I can't wait for you to share any links at the end of the interview for those people listening right now, that next generation who wants that help, that support. So we're, we're, we, we are winding down to that last question. Again, Trisha has been answering these questions absolutely perfectly all interview long. But Trisha, if there was one, just one piece of advice for somebody out there listening right now who wants to be in the position that you're in today, what would that be? Become a good communicator. Communication can come in many forms. I think that under having a good way of communicating to your clients through words from face-to-face, having that confidence to talk to people face-to-face, mm-hmm. but also in the written format and then also in the com- delivery of your design. So communicating to them the purpose behind your design decisions mm-hmm. uh, and not just forcing your your opinion on someone either. So I think mm-hmm. really... And having that communication is a two-way thing. So listening to your clients, but then also com- communicating your your intent behind your design choices. Mm, 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 mm. I love it. I love it. I absolutely love it. And again, I'm going to say it one more time. The soft skills, people, the soft skills, being able to communicate, because most of the time it really isn't what you know, it is who. So I absolutely love that answer right there. And again, Trisha has been answering these questions absolutely perfectly all interview long. But Trisha, I'm not going to lie. I need one more thing from you before you go. I don't care if it's a website. I don't care if it's a social media link. I don't even care if it's a book. Something that I can leave down in the link in the description below so that my audience can reach yours. Please promote and shout it out now. Oh, I'd love people to head over to studiumdesign.com.au, which is where I offer uh, on an online course in kitchen design, um, and I'll be developing in other, in other areas in the future. Mm-mm-mm. Please hit that link down below in the description. Hit that link down below in the description. This is called the YI Network for a reason. Trisha is networking. She's giving you her information, and she's putting it right there on the line giving you that hand that you need to get on up on her level. And I absolutely need everybody who is interested in this to hit that link down in the description below. Again, we must thank Trisha one more time for being an absolutely perfect guest all interview long. But folks, as you know, there are three types of work, a job, a career, and a calling. Most people have a job. You're lucky if you find a career, but you are truly, truly blessed if you find your calling. And I really hope that me and Trisha helped you find it here today, folks. That is a wrap. If you liked today's episode, make sure to follow the YI Network on Instagram for daily quotes from your favorite episodes and more. And if today's podcast helped you in any type of way, make sure not to thank me 
but thank God. God put me on the right track at the right time to provide you guys with this content through me. And I pray that this episode helps you align with your purpose so that you too may help others. So stay blessed and stay safe. And until next time, guys. What am I willing to do to go get it? I push things aside just to go get it. I know my role and I play my position. You talking too much. Please learn how to listen. I never give up. I'm not quitting. I'm persistent.